0: The that Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and this week I've been thinking about recognition. The recognition of our own stories, our lessons and our blessings of how we've continued to journey through the dark paths until we've reached the light of who we've become. The recognition of all we've been through, the tears, the triumphs, uncertainty, inner beliefs, intuition and courage because our stories, our narratives, and how we honor them are our own recognition. We can either choose to push it away or accept it. To recognize and reflect, or reject and refuse our experiences. To hold a space for the versions of us that have come before. To see the person we were with compassion. Of our experiences up until that point. To the lessons we have learned. And the truths we now know. Let's hold a space. A thought. A recognition of who we are. What we've witnessed. And how we've had the courage to step forward still. My guest this week has had her own share of trials and triumphs. As I discovered. But used them to build a movement. Life on Purpose Movement. And I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Take care. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to That Got Me Thinking Podcast. I'm your host Nat and today we've got a very special guest. We've got Amy Debrek who is an author, podcaster, and founder of the Life on Purpose movement. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm very excited because I've had um, a sample through of your new book. So it's a four-week encouragement journal. Co-authored with your daughter, which I think is amazing. I love to find out a bit more about that in a bit. But your book is called "Embolden," and it's a beautiful-looking book. What Baby. does "Embolden" mean to you, and what brought it about to use it as for a title of the book?
1: Well, <clears throat> "Embolden" means to me, and that's why we actually put the definition right underneath it on the cover. Um, to really give someone the confidence and courage to do something or act in a, be in a certain way, behave in a certain Mm -hmm. way. And the reason that we felt so, um, you know, um, like we wanted to title this book that is because we felt like, and I did co-write it with my oldest daughter. She's 22. We felt like, especially for that age group. Yeah. So that's where we see young women struggle the most. And mm-hmm. so I feel like this would have been a great resource when I was that age Yeah, and, um, that really just lay, was laid on our hearts that we really wanted to get something out there for young adult women and to help them feel emboldened
0: in their next step in life. Oh, that's so powerful. It's almost like a place of service, almost like this would have been nice for someone like if I'd had it and then I could pass that on, you know, on to someone else.
1: Right. I think a lot of times this age group, you know, they, they struggle with that. I know I did mm. that, that transitioning into, OK, I'm technically an adult, but how am I navigating my relationships or are um, my my fears getting in the way of um, hindering me and, and finding the right job, the right community, the right, you know, everything. And so I think that that was just kind of we wanted to really that's why we split it up into four weeks, kind of break it down into what seems to be the common things that, that can trip us up. And, and Mm. the first and foremost, and we start it off with this is, um, our fears. And so I think that there's so much fear at that age because you're, you're new, you're, you're want to get it right. Yes. You want to get it right, but you know, you, you don't know how, and sometimes you feel fearful to, to ask for help. And I think that The nice part of Blair and I doing it together is that I think this was another um, service type message is that I think it's so important for women that have gone before these young women to, to be open enough to reach back
0: to mentor and
1: and let them know that. I think the hard part is um, young women feel disqualified because they feel like, oh, well, they just think I don't have it together. They don't feel, Mm. I don't think the acceptance of let me help you as opposed to why aren't you doing it this way?
0: Yeah, almost let me, you know, I'll show you my lessons and help you learn from my mistakes, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, so interesting. And you talk there about surrendering your fears. And I know that's a lot of the work that you do. So what, what fears do you see coming up for young women or particularly, you know, maybe something you spoke about with your daughter? What, what do you think our surrendering process could be for those?
1: Well, I think that, you know, for us, we, um, you know, we're Christian women. And even if you're not, though, even if you're not in a certain faith that you follow, I think that a lot of times that when we're scared, it's hard to remember to, for us, to give it up to God instead of always thinking that we have to handle it ourselves, um, without any guidance from anyone or from anywhere. And so I think that, I think it's important, especially for young adults to, to really kind of sit for a minute and reflect and say, you know, what fears are holding me back? You know, why am I afraid to, you know, I don't know, meet, uh, you know, go to a new community, go to a new gym, go to a class um, start something new, um, uh, apply for this job. You know, why, why am I afraid to do that? And so I think when you kind of start from there, I think there's a lot of things that can kind of unravel. And, and once, once you're able to, to see that, okay, now you can kind of address it, you know, and now Mm. you can maybe just, it's, it's not about these big giant leaps, right? It's, it's these baby steps. So maybe you, you take that one thing, that you wish you had the courage to do and you start there. And so instead of doing like, you know, making this overwhelming list that probably won't be followed through, take Mm -hmm. one, just one brave step and do something that, you know, maybe you have been afraid of doing, but just one thing. And then that's the idea of just surrendering, you know, give it up to God find your brave within those little small steps. And then those will eventually just snowball into you look back and you're like, wow, you know, I can't believe I did all this last year. You know, I, I signed up for a gym. I, I, I joined this new group that I was intimidated. I mean, there's so much intimidation and insecurity, I think at this age also, I mean, you know, because of your job, you know, your work that you do, there's that holds a, a lot of young women back as well. And,
0: uh, and feeling like you're not qualified to be in certain spaces. That- yeah. Almost the imposter syndrome of I'm I, you know, I present as an adult, essentially, you know, the, the age group we're talking about particularly, but I still feel so much like I've got so much to learn yet. You know, I haven't, I, I don't feel like I've, I've got this all worked out and I don't feel like I'm in a position to do it. And it can cause a lot of anxiety, can't it? A lot of second guessing and self-esteem about building those things up as much as we can. Like you say, in those small steps, there's it's a journey, isn't it? The whole life is a journey, but particularly about where we gain confidence when we see ourselves as the person we want to be, I think.
1: Right. And I think you're right. I think that, you know, part of that disqualification is it's, it's that imposter syndrome of never enough. I'm not smart Mm. enough. I don't know enough. I haven't done enough. And the reality is, Nobody has, nobody (laughs) Yeah. but but you don't think that because you see that one person, maybe that is your age and they are doing something that maybe is a little braver than you, but you don't know internally, they, they could have just forced themselves to get out of their comfort zone and just do it. You know what I mean? They might not be, it might not have been as easy as it appears
0: to be, but I
1: think the other thing with that is recognizing that it's not easy for anybody and nobody has it figured out.
0: I love that and that's why I started this podcast I think there were so many things on social media and I realized so many people were comparing and and seeing seeing their lives as like you say it's not enough because of of the things that they were seeing when all often we don't know the picture and the story underneath all of that and just because they might have it worked out in one area that you don't it could be a totally different situation for a different part of their lives we've all got those, like you say, small steps, those small acts of courage that build into our lives, but it might be in different places. And I think it's really, it's really great to have that space to reflect and reconnect. And that's why I really like the idea of your book and how this four week journal comes into being. And I, I'd imagine it's a great place to go back to as well and think, God, look, how far I've come in four weeks, gosh, how much I've learned and, you know, what I can go back to that for as well.
1: Right. And that's kind of what the goal of this is, you know, it's Mm. really kind of um, it's something that's more of a keepsake and you and you can yeah. have this place for journaling in here and all of that. there's reflection. But it's something that you can keep going back to because, you know, I don't know about you, Natalie, but me as an adult, you know sometimes things trigger certain old feelings, yes. habits, insecurities, mm-hmm. and you have to regroup yourself and and go back to, okay, you know what what did i do the last time to to remove this unhealthy habit or what did i need to do to get over this insecurity and i so that's what we're kind of hoping that this that they use this um it's not a one and done it, it's a it's a you know, tool it's a tool and a resource for the long for the long term
0: i love that and then i think it's so interesting and i think the journal will help people recognize that life is the journey that we talked about. But what has been your journey to where you are today? What's been your biggest lessons, Amy?
1: Um, My biggest lesson, and I think because I did struggle with a lot of fear and anxiety, I had a lot of um, tragedy in my mid-20s. I had two major losses. My oldest brother um, passed away from a brain tumor, and then 16 days later, my firstborn son passed away unexpectedly. Oh,
0: Amy, I'm and so, so sorry.
1: Thank you. And and I, honestly, that just um, I was I felt unprepared, and I, mm. I don't. And then saying that to anyone listening, I don't think there is a necessarily yeah. right way to prepare for that. But I, it it totally you know wiped me out, and mm. I it created a lot of anxiety that I carried for like 15 years. And Mm -hmm. so that was really my biggest struggle is learning how to navigate through that. And honestly, Natalie, I, I really didn't do it well. I saved face. I, for the, for people who saw me, they, they thought I was doing great, but internally I was really struggling. And for me that came, I had to surrender all of my anxieties and fears. And, um, at 40, um, I'm Turning fifty, actually, this week now. But ten years happy ago, happy
0: birthday! 10,
1: but ten years ago, when I turned forty, I say, when most people were um, planning their midlife crisis, I received a cancer diagnosis, and so I, you know, I'll be ten years in remission. And wow. at that moment, I thought, you know, God is sending me some signs and signals here, and I, I was so trying to just fix everything on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, that I, I couldn't do it. And so I, in that moment, after that diagnosis, I finally surrendered. I said, you know what? I I can't take this burden on anymore. I, I can't keep carrying the weight of all these fears that I had about my health, about my, my other children's health. It was just, it became just a terrible burden. And so once I did that, it changed my life. And that's not to say, things don't come up at times that, you know, of could trip me out. But in general, that literally changed and saved my life. And so from that point on, that's kind of what I started with my Life on Purpose um, movement and the podcast. And then this book, I, I think I just, I think when you go through something like that, you feel so compelled to not want to have anybody else struggle as long as you did. And so if you can give them just like one resource or one tool or or something, and that's really where my heart kind of was with that, that really was so important to me to make sure that I'm providing all that I can so that, you know, maybe that one person can just not have to struggle for 15 years and and figure it out quicker than I did because they're offered some piece of advice that something that I lived through, that can help them
0: that's so powerful and I think it's so important that we realize that we don't necessarily understand the impact that we can make on people even just by smiling at someone on your way to shopping or whatever that may be we we got more impact than we give ourselves credit for but your story is remarkable and when you said about you can't take the weight of the fear anymore I really resonated with that when you said that and I was just wondering how did what was the process of taking that weight off you was it the surrender and the the just noticing that I can't I can't live like this in this way anymore taking all this on myself yes so for me it was Mm. just the letting go it was but it was
1: really letting go it wasn't like you know before I was I was I say one hand still on the wheel (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I I wasn't totally (laughs) giving it up because I I thought Mm. I could just master it on my own. And, I, and I, it was just something that I couldn't. And I had done all of the other uh, appropriate methods. I had been on medication for a while. I had um, seen a therapist, all great things, by the way. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't enough. I still needed to let it go. And it wasn't until that point that I just finally did that, that I could really live. Because the problem when you're constantly living in a state of anxiety and worry is that you're not actually living. You're always wishing for the next moment because you're just getting through the day. You're just getting through that. And so I try to tell people that during that time, you know, my other, I had four more children after my son passed away. And there's a lot of memories that I should have but I don't recall them because I was in such a state of overload and constantly running on that hamster wheel for the next moment, just so I could get through each day that I wasn't embracing each moment as it came to me. And, um, you know, and there's a loss there, you know, I feel bad about that, but, but now, you know, you can't go back. Now I just say that, you know, you have to, you have to take it all in. You have to take each moment in, good and bad and really embrace it. And that's how you live life because nobody's life is good all the time anyway. Um, you know, we have to go through trials and, and, you know, you had mentioned something a few minutes back just about how you can impact, um, really be there for somebody else. And you don't realize, um, the impact you can have on somebody else. And like you had said, even saying Mm -hmm. hello. and, And I even try to expand on that by saying that you don't even have to struggle with the same issue or maybe the same no. temptation or whatever it is to help somebody else with theirs, right? I mean, as long as we're, yeah. we're that person that somebody can count on and we can really support, everybody has their own stuff. It's just a yes. matter of feeling that connection and um, security with, with somebody else.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, it's compassionate to to ourselves as well as other people, especially when we feel those times of doubt or we feel the not good enough or we feel the pressure, I think just being kind to ourselves as well is so important. But I'd love to know, so I know that you are the founder of the Life on Purpose movement. Could you just tell us a little bit more about that? And I know you've touched on it already, Amy, but I think it's so important for people to know all the amazing work that you do. So Life on Purpose, I, um, if you go to my website, which is just
1: com. Um, I have a lot of resources there. A lot of them have to do mm-hmm. with anxiety, overcoming anxiety, um, just different um, things that have helped me. So I, the other thing that I'm, I'm really kind of a proponent of is I really don't try to promote anything that I haven't personally found that have worked has worked for myself because Definitely. everybody's situation is so unique. And so I don't want to advocate mm-hmm. for something that I haven't done my, in my own life. Um, so that's what really we really provide. We we just actually I co-hosted a summit with um, another author friend of mine, Rachel Adams, and uh, in in doing that, also we we address a lot of you know confidence and, and courage in adult women. That's what that summit was all about, and you know finding that through God and in in living that out in your life. And so we um you know I've created a a confidence course. So a lot of my stuff has to do, and embolden was just another kind of branch of that, um, mm. is having to do with is finding the courage and confidence to live your life on purpose. And, life on, and living life on purpose means you have to be intentional about the, what you're doing and the way you're doing it. And so I think that was really a huge saving grace for me is not having, um, just going through the motion and having my fear kind of push me around, but being intentional about, okay, this is what I need to do to live on purpose. You know, I think so many times mm-hmm. we can find ourselves just kind of going through the motion. Um, yes. and you, it's not until we kind of stop and, and really you do, you have to take ownership and, um, and, and intention and action because you can have a good intentions But unless you take action behind it, they're just simply good intentions. And I think that – so we try to promote that uh, with Life on Purpose. And that's why I started the podcast. I had you on this past year. You did. Which is great. And and it's sharing women's – and and Life on Purpose also is – Hearing from other women, I think the more we can hear from other women who experience similar things, you don't know who the person is who is listening that needs to hear your message. And so you were one of many women that I had on just sharing their incredible journeys of what they're doing to really... um, live their life on purpose in a way that affects other people in a positive way. And so that's really what we're trying to create is that space and um, community.
0: And I think your podcast is is beautiful. And I must say that Amy is so kind when I went on her podcast she asked me for my mailing address and I thought this is unusual because Amy's obviously not from the UK where I'm from <laughs> and she sent me this beautiful um notepad and pen with you know Life on Purpose on it and it was just so I was so touched it was beautiful um but anyway Thank back you. to the podcast <laughs> no it was a, such a really nice touch and I think it says a lot about it kind of says so much about you as a person and what you stand for I thought I I don't even know you that well Amy we've we've kind of been associates for a little while and I thought I think that says everything I I thought I knew about Amy is is kind of placed in that really about Mm. how you gave back and you were like you know I wanted to send you something to, to be thankful and be grateful for you coming on my podcast and I thought that says a lot about somebody. So I think, I think your actions and your words are cemented together, which was really nice. I thought it oh, was well, a lovely you. thing to do. Yeah. And just by finishing off then, Amy, what do you think all women need to know? I think all women need to know their worth and
1: value. And I think until you understand the worth and value that God created you to be, you can't be confident and, and, and be courageous. So I think yeah. those two really go hand in hand. Knowing your worth and then once you understand and appreciate that, then you can feel like, okay, I I can do this. I do have the strength mm-hmm. to do this. I do have the confidence to try this, even if it's scary, because new things and when you, you know, change and all of that, it's scary. But I think that every yeah. woman needs to know their their worth and value in the person God created them to be and and once you can really um, lock that in, I think
0: anything is possible. What a beautiful way to end the podcast. Anything is possible indeed, Amy. Thank you so much for being a guest today. And where can people find out more about you? And I'll put your link to your Instagram and things. I know you've got information on there, but, and you've mentioned, um, is there anywhere else people can find you? Um, well, you can find me on social
1: media. i on Instagram at um, just my handle is Amy Debrick. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I have a Life on Purpose um, business page and also a private Facebook group. And then um, on my website. And on on my website, you can access pretty much everything there. Um, The book, it is available right now for pre-sale at Barnes & Noble. Um, The actual release will be um, April 23rd, but you can pre-order now. But all of that also, there's um, merchandise from the store that you can get. And all of that is on the website as
0: well. This is so exciting. I will be pre-ordering because <laughs> I've, um, I've had a little sneak peek of the book. And it's just so visually beautiful and uh, such a lovely prompt and just something you can do every day to, to move forward in your life. And I think it's, it's been lovely to see. So I will be pre-ordering today. Ah. And thank you so much for being on, Amy. I've loved chatting to you again. And thank you for having me as a guest before as well. So lovely to connect. And thank you very much again for being thank on.
1: Thank you. It was my pleasure.
0: Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Take care.